0: Hello everyone. In this episode of Empower Up, I'm going to go over my top 10 favorite books. So I came across a quote recently that was something to the effect of the two most important things that will determine where you are in five years are the people you meet and the books that you read. So when it comes to the people who are a part of your life, that's something that I'd probably like to cover in a different episode. But this also got me thinking of what are some of my favorite books and how they might help any listeners out there develop themselves into who they might want to be in the next five years. So out of the hundreds of books that I've read and or listened to, for this podcast, I'm going to go over the list of the top 10 books that have had some of the greatest influences on me. And I'll give some of the takeaways that uh, I got from each book. So starting with number 10. The book is Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek. That's S-I-N-E-K. Leadership is one of the most important skills to have when it comes to accomplishing your dreams because if you can lead others, that means you don't have to do it alone. And in this book, I love how Simon touches uh, on leadership and emphasizes on taking care of the people around you. I also like how he broke down something called the feel-good chemicals that naturally occur in our body and what are the things that we can do to maintain happiness. So one of the biggest takeaways that I got from this are the actions that I can take so that I can put myself in a better state of mind at pretty much any given moment. So I'd say one of the favorite things that I like to do is if I'm feeling, if I'm in a funk or something like that, I've learned that I can just do something good for someone else because that produces a chemical called um, not serotonin, endorphins, dopamine, it's, uh, it's oxytocin or serotonin. And by doing something good for somebody else, your, your body releases these chemicals naturally uh, because uh, going back into historical reasons or development, however you guys want to call it. Um, it basically makes you feel good for doing good for other people. It's, it's a chemical that helps um, ensure our survival as a species. Okay, so number nine book is How to Win and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. So obviously if you're going to lead others, you'll need to know how to communicate with them effectively. So for me as an introvert, this book taught me a lot of the techniques on how to get along with people. And one of my greatest takeaways was learning the importance of knowing someone else's name. So think about it. How does it feel if someone you see often obviously doesn't know your name? feels pretty shitty, doesn't it? Now, on the other hand, think about it when somebody who you've only known briefly does remember your name. feels pretty good, right? And that's why I consciously use the techniques that I've learned in this book to remember people's names. So the number eight book is called The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. Money is such an important tool to use because it provides so many more options if you don't know how to control it. On the other hand, oh, I'm sorry, it provides more options if you know how to control it. On the other hand, if you don't know how to control it, it's very likely that the money will control you. This book teaches you step-by-step the basics of money management. So my wife and I have adopted a lot of practices from this book, but if I had to narrow it down to one favorite lesson, it's basically how to get out of debt fast by using something called the snowball payment method. So the number seven book I like is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. So before you can get rich, you need to have the right mindset because outer success is the result of the the inner successes or the successes that you have within yourself. And that all starts with a thought. This book is the systematic approach to getting the things you desire and turning those things into reality. And one of the greatest lessons that I've gotten from this is the power of having our regular affirmations for the goals that we're acting towards, because those serve as constant reminders of what we want to achieve and more importantly, why we want to do it. The number 6 book that I like is Getting Things Done by David Allen. So, one of the problems with having so many ideas in your head is it's very easy for your brain to shut down from basically being overloaded. This is a step-by-step instruction manual on how to process all of the thoughts that you get into your head and exactly how to organize them in order in order to maximize efficiency. So, I'm currently using the methods taught in this book and it basically helps me decide what I should be doing at any given moment. So if I'm ever lost, I can look at the things that I have listed to do and know exactly what I can do at that moment and which ones, which activities will provide the most benefit for the goals that I'm looking to achieve. Number five book is Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Now, this book blew my mind because it helped me see money from a wealthy person's perspective as opposed to a broke person's perspective. It showed me the importance of things like financial literacy and how to create wealth. Perhaps the, the biggest lesson that it taught me was the importance of having mentors for whatever it is that you want to accomplish. And it's not just any mentor, it's finding the people who have actually done what it is that you want to do. So for instance, if you want to run a multi-million dollar empire, find somebody that's done it. So for me, it helped me determine who I want to keep closest to me in my life. So it led me to uh, the mentor that I have, Steven De La Cruz, who's been doing this for years. He's actually a multi-millionaire and he's teaching us step-by-step on how to do it. It's pretty damn cool, I must admit. Um, number four book is Creativity, Inc. by Jeff Moussey and Richard Harriman. Hopefully that's how you pronounce your names. So I understand that if I want to be more successful, that I need to solve bigger problems. And in order to do this, I need to get better at tapping into my brain's power. So this helped me learn what creativity is. And it helped me observe that creativity is something that can be taught. And it doesn't necessarily have to be something that I'm quote unquote, born with. And one of the greatest takeaways that I got from this book was how to tap into my creativity by doing things like doing things that will put my, my mind in the best environment in order to have these great ideas. So for me, that's things like taking a drive or or taking a hot shower. I've noticed that when I drive for long distances, my mind will start Well, driving will be done subconsciously and a lot of good ideas just start popping into my head. Um, so I, I found a way to to create those ideas often and then also how to document them. So those are things that I got from creativity Inc. So the third book uh, or book number three is the slight edge by Jeff Olson. So one of the things that frustrated me most in life was wanting everything now, 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 like immediately. Um, I had grown up in a microwave mentality or like the things that I learned from a microwave society where I thought everything I wanted should be available at the push of a button. And this book taught me about the compounding effect of daily activities done in excellence. I love how this book illustrates how success isn't something that just happens overnight, but it's an accumulation of the disciplined actions that are taken Baby step by day, by baby step. Day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year. So one of the greatest benefits that I got from this is learning how to be patient because I understand that if I keep consistent with my personal development and take the proper actions that I will be in a better position to not only, not only achieve what I want, but also to help others achieve what they want. Um, important concept in here is the the benefits of compound interest now book number two is good to great by jim collins and this is a business book and eventually i will need to be able to run successful businesses and this book in particular was a great starting point to understanding what does this culture look like in businesses that continuously exceed expectations so this book covers some of the defining characteristics that simply that separate simply good businesses from businesses that are the best in their respective industries. So one of my favorite lessons from this book is regarding something called level five leadership and how the best leaders aren't necessarily the stereotypical larger than life personalities. So one of the, another one of the greatest takeaways that I have is that the hedge is something called the hedgehog concept where If you wanna be the best at, if you wanna be ridiculously successful at what you do professionally, it's gotta fit three criteria. Uh, The three are one, you have to love what you do. You have to be supremely passionate about it. Um, The second criteria is that it's gotta be something that you can be the best in the world at, depending on whatever your your natural gifts are, or your God-given talents, if you wanna put it that way. The third criteria is what will people pay you tons of money to do? So you have to find an industry or some sort of niche where people will pay you a lot of money and they'll do it gladly because they just love what you do and you do it so well. So this is one of the concepts that specifically led me to pursue a career in, video, in the video game industry. So video games is something that I'm passionate about. I'd love to do it every day of my life. Um, it's something that I've, I've learned throughout my life that I'm innately good at, or it's something that I'm, I'm happy and I love to do so much that for whatever reason, I've become pretty successful at some of the games that I've played. Um, and video games is a huge industry. There are people that make tons of money from it. And it's just about me seeing if I can use this as a tool to be ultimately as successful as I want to be. Um. And going into the third book, or I'm sorry, the first book, it's by far the most influential book that I've read in my life. It's The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. So if I had to narrow it down to just one book, this would definitely be it. And this is the book that literally helped me define what my life purpose is. Uh, This is essentially my go-to book if I'm ever looking for guidance and I I like this book so much that I've literally read it or listened to it over a hundred times. And I've even taken like a full four or five day course on the concepts in this book. And I love how it organizes, not only how to be effective within myself, but also how to be effective when working with others and how all of these things are, are tied together. And I think one of the biggest lessons that I learned is how to search for win-win situations when dealing with other people. And that it's also extremely important to seek first to understand, then to be understood. So seeking to understand other people from their viewpoint before we try to get them to understand the things that are in our head. Super, super important concept and has led to... um, Essentially the saving my my marriage because at one time my wife and I were very close to divorce and I literally thank Stephen Covey um, For the concepts in this book because if I had not learned those things I wouldn't have the awesome wife that I'm with today. So um, That's that's pretty much it for that one. So um, those are the top 10 books that I have grown to love and there are plenty more that I'm reading, so maybe sometime these, uh, these might get replaced. But as of right now, that's it. And uh, speaking of that's it, that's it for this podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And if you have any feedback for me, positive or negative, I'd love to hear it. Or are there any other books that have been impactful for you? So with that being said, that's the end of this podcast. And until next episode, peace out.